all, you are listening to the A Thousand Lives broadcast, the premier podcast for all things related to Christian missions in China. This is Austin, your host and missionary with the Vision for China team. For more information about our Vision for China team and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you're going to find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends as well as to assess how you can better aim your life at making Jesus known in China, whether that be by praying, sending, or even going as a missionary. If you haven't already, remember to subscribe and or follow the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform with push notifications turned on to never miss an episode of the broadcast. And you can always check out visionforchina.org podcast. That's visionforchina.org podcast for an up-to-date directory of which platforms were found on. If you have any friends interested in China, missions, or both that might enjoy the podcast, be sure to let them know what the A Thousand Lives broadcast is all about. We with Vision for China firmly believe that Jesus is worthy of being made much of in China and trust that if we aim our lives at making much of him there and around the world, we have no need to fear language barriers, culture barriers, persecution, or anything else because, just as he himself said in Matthew 28, he will be with us always even into the end of the world. Remember, as we shift into this second season of the broadcast, we have a few changes that you guys can expect. Now, most of them are a bit more minor, and I'm sure you've started to notice those from the previous episode. However, the more major change coming this season, which I do want to go ahead and make mention of again, is that we are going to transition from new episodes releasing every week to new episodes releasing twice a month. Uh, Lord willing, Slowing the pace just a bit here on the broadcast will allow more time for a big upcoming transition for me and my family while also still trying to put out plenty of China missions related broadcasts that will challenge you to directly involve your lives in advancing the message of Jesus Christ in China. For this episode, I'm excited to share a story straight from the life of Sam Pollard, missionary to Yunnan province located in southwest China. The story is really a snapshot from his time in language school before he set out for his field of long-term service, Yunnan, and it highlights the awkwardness and embarrassment that often accompanies learning a language. But before we jump in to Sam Pollard's language learning woes, let's hear about this episode's Chinese City Challenge. For this episode's Chinese City Challenge, I'd like to challenge everyone to research and pray for the city of Fuzhou, located in Fujian Province, China. Fuzhou is Fujian Province's capital city and is home to around 4 million people in the city proper and a total of just over 8 million in its greater metro area. Now, historically, the China Inland Mission didn't station any of its missionaries in Fujian Province because so many other earlier mission societies had a presence there. And, you know, Hudson Taylor wanted the China Inland Mission to focus its efforts inland and away from the treaty ports. Interestingly, however, William Burns, who ended up mentoring Hudson Taylor for a season during Taylor's first term in China, spent some of his own early years in China in Fuzhou and throughout Fujian preaching the gospel. The name of the city itself, Fuzhou, can be translated blessed city. But while the people of Fuzhou may enjoy many temporal blessings, there are still millions here who know little to nothing of the blessing found in knowing Christ. Please pray for more laborers for Fuzhou City and Fujian Province. Brother, I'd like to challenge you to do a bit of your own research on Fuzhou. The city is spelled F U Z 
H-O-U, and is located in Fujian Province. Fujian is spelled F-U-J-I-A-N. Now, my challenge to you is to spend about 15 minutes either skimming this city's Wikipedia page or viewing a related video on YouTube. And as I mentioned last week, there are many video bloggers in China that often upload video footage of walkthroughs of downtown areas, videos, synopses of what the city is like, or maybe even aerial views of the skyline taken by drone. I encourage you to see what videos you can find for Fuzhou, and as you watch, consider how the Lord might use you to reach this huge city with the gospel. Next, after you've done all that, I'd like to encourage you to spend another 15 minutes or so praying for Fuzhou. Pray that the people of this city would hear the gospel and be saved. Pray that the Lord would bless believers and churches that might already be there in Fuzhou. And pray that the Lord would raise up and send forth many more laborers who would surrender their lives to take these people the gospel. Finally, I would challenge you to message Vision for China on social media to let us know an interesting thing you learned about the city during your research. We want to hear from you and hear how the Lord is growing your heart for the Chinese. So go ahead, find us on social media with the handle Vision for China. That's V-I-S-I-O-N for C-H-I-N-A. Vision for China. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And let us know what you learned about Fuzhou. Sam paused, embarrassed, as he was unsure of how to read the next word. After a moment, a couple of the men chimed in. Suizi. Suizi. Sam repeated, Um, Suizi. Hauda, Sam told them he would start the verse over. Uh, another pause. Two more unfamiliar characters. This was really becoming unnerving. Yu, said one of the men. Oh, oh, Asked Sam, wanting him to repeat it. Yu, said Brother Li. Yu repeated Sam. He was only at the third verse of the passage, and he was already encountering words and characters in the text that he simply had never encountered before. Fortunately, Sam actually was quite familiar with the story of the woman touching the hem of Christ's garment. The problem was with words like hem and hold that were completely new to him. Sam looked around the room at the smiling Chinese faces and pressed on, and after much difficulty, finished reading the entire passage. 
but he couldn't shake the awkwardness of being thrust into reading the portion of Scripture for this devotional text at only his second time attending this prayer meeting. After all, Sam had only been in China for a few months and had come with his friend and fellow missionary, Frank Diamond, to the city of Anting to study at the China Inland Missions Language School for Men. After these few months of study, the principal and Chinese master linguist Frederick Baller took notice that Sam had an uncanny knack for the language and was quickly surpassing his peers in comprehension. Just a few days previous, Principal Baller asked Sam to meet with him and informed him that due to his rapid progress, he should begin taking evening prayers in Chinese on alternate evenings at once. To say Sam was nervous was an understatement. Sure, he himself noticed he was able to converse slightly better than the others in language school, but he was still terrified of the thought of having to meet with a group of all Chinese believers every other night for a devotion and prayer. His first foray into the evening prayer meeting just two nights ago was nerve-wracking enough, but at least he had spent all afternoon preparing a brief prayer to more or less recite. Today, he had done the same but he never expected being asked by Brother Lee to read the passage of Scripture for the devotion. Why didn't Brother Lee tell him beforehand so that he could look the passage over and figure out the unfamiliar characters? Why didn't Brother Lee have the forethought to warn him? And shouldn't Principal Baller have told Brother Lee to be mindful of these things? He pushed these thoughts out of his head and resolved to welcome such challenges as a way to fast-track his progress in the language. After all, he reasoned, he can't survive in the Chinese language if he must rely on a heads-up for every conversation, sermon, or devotion. He had to get his Chinese to a place where it was sharp enough to deal with anything thrown at it, surprises and all. Of course, when he finally finished reading through the passage, everyone smiled and said they understood him. But at this point, Sam had already been in China long enough to know that he would be hard-pressed to find the Chinese person who would tell him otherwise. How he had the composure left to make it through that prayer meeting and his own prepared prayer, he could never remember. He could only recall that in the moment he told himself that he must master Chinese if he is ever to effectively preach Jesus in China. He later said of this day, It was only a little done, but it was a little for the master, and that cheered my heart. He went on to add, The road to the heart of this language is long, very long, but even the longest roads are pleasant when walking in company with him. Despite the embarrassment that came in those early days of attending Chinese prayer meetings, the meetings accomplished exactly what Principal Baller had in mind. Within just a couple more months, Sam began regularly preaching in Chinese in the chapel attached to the language school, and the Lord continued to bless Sam Pollard's efforts. Within just a few additional months, he had completed the final examination of his first year of language school and was setting sail with his friend Frank Diamond down the Yangtze River towards Chongqing. And from there, they were to hike on toward their long-term field of service, Yunnan Province. His Chinese hadn't completely arrived, but it was certainly capable of preaching simple messages and was well on its way to being an invaluable tool for the rest of his days in China. 
Friends, this snapshot from the life of Sam Pollard highlights a challenge that all missionaries to China must sooner or later face, the challenge of language learning. Sam said it well, learning Chinese is a long road. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes frequent embarrassment. It takes awkward situations. No one learns Chinese overnight, and yet, in learning Chinese, a missionary gains an invaluable and indispensable tool in reaching Chinese people with the gospel. Sam could have given up that evening. He could have gotten angry and blamed the men in the room. He could have grown frustrated and blamed his principal. He could have given up and hidden out from those prayer meetings and tried to only get by with minimal effort. But instead, Sam realized that the long, grueling road of Chinese would be pleasant if walking it with the Lord. Sam trusted in the Lord's presence. He trusted that the Lord would help him learn the language. He trusted that the Lord was working in him and would bless his efforts as meager as they were. Sam trusted that even an obstacle such as this was scalable if he just entrusted it to the Lord. Brother, will you give your life and your efforts to serving the Lord in China? Will you aim your steps at readying yourself to spend your days preaching Christ even if it means a few years of embarrassment and awkwardness while studying the language? Will you surrender your all to exalting Christ even in a place like China? If the Lord is leading you in that direction, we with Vision for China would love to help you along the way with anything from Bible training and missions training to language and culture training. We are here to provide you with a path for you to follow, to get you from wherever you are all the way to standing in China before a group of Chinese people with a Bible in your hand and in the Chinese language preaching unto them Jesus. If we can help you along your path in any way, please reach out at info at visionforchina.org. That's I-N-F-O at V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G to tell us who you are and let us know how we can come alongside and be a help. Remember, there are dozens of millions in China that need preachers if they are ever to hear the glad tidings of their Creator and Savior. Friend, will you arise, go, and preach unto them Jesus? Brothers, why would anyone subjugate themselves to learning a foreign language and culture? Why would anyone endure the difficulties of awkwardness, embarrassment, and frequent misunderstanding as they try to learn a completely different way of speaking? Paul said that he was made all things to all men that he might by all means save some. Sam certainly had this same mindset. He was willing to dress, speak, and act Chinese all for the sake of winning Chinese to Christ. In a phrase, Sam learned Chinese, That means that he did it for the gospel's sake. Just like Paul became as weak to gain the weak and was made all things to all men that he might by all means save some, so Sam Pollard became as the Chinese in speaking, dressing, and behaving so that he might win them to Christ. Brothers, 
China today, likewise, needs men who, despite the challenges of crossing language and cultural barriers, despite differences in diet, despite the awkwardness and embarrassment of completely relearning how to speak and how to act in a new culture, will determine that such challenges and obstacles are all worth it because it it's for the gospel's sake. Will you, brother, for the sake of the gospel, determine to master the Chinese language and use it to preach the message of salvation in China? If not you, then who? Well, this concludes today's episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast. Thank you all for listening in and letting others know that Jesus is worthy of being made much of in China. Please consider the challenge for this episode. Spend 15 minutes researching Fuzhou City in Fujian Province. Fuzhou is spelled F-U-Z-H-O-U. And then spend another 15 minutes praying that the Lord will raise up more preachers for the people there. And again, I challenge you to message us, the Vision for China team, on social media to let us know an interesting thing you learned about Fuzhou. Fuzhou and all of China need preachers who will rise to the challenge of learning the Chinese language because it's for the gospel's sake. Tune in next time for an exciting story from the life of missionary Jonathan Goforth. You are not going to want to miss it. Thank you again for listening to the A Thousand Lives broadcast. This has been Austin, your host and missionary with the Vision for China team. For information about our Vision for China team and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you're going to find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends as well as to assess how you can better aim your life at making Jesus known in China, whether that be by praying, sending, or even going as a missionary. Well, until next time. 再见。